0: Right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Laura Canfield Show, the Awaken Happiness Now Global Series, season 29. (laughs) Wow. Just saying that, it's like, wow. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for being a part of our journey. And um, I'm just, you know, I'm always so humbled when I start these seasons. And, you know, I'm so humbled and I'm so grateful that you're all here and that we get to do this work, this sharing um this is my way of being of service to humanity and to the collective um but you know i don't always say this enough i don't think because i'm just i just get right into the show but i just want to thank you all so much for being here with us being present co-creating with us as well and sharing your light and love with us so i really really appreciate that and before we get fully started i just want to take a moment and ask everybody to just take a deep breath be in your heart space. Connect to Mother Earth or ground, however you do, you know, because everybody does it differently. And just, I wanna give thanks. I wanna give thanks to all of you, to my guides, my angels, my team, my higher self, and ask that this show, the whole show, for the whole season, be of the highest and best good for everybody concerned. Anybody who needs this information, who needs the healing, who needs the resources, may this show reach them um in whatever way that it does my deepest desire is to be of service and to help in any way that i can so i thank my team i thank all of you and i i'm so grateful to source the universe for giving me this opportunity and this platform to share my love with all of you So with that, take a deep breath, everybody, (laughs) take a deep breath, expand out and just be willing to receive, receive the wisdom, receive the teachings, receive the energies from each other. And I'm so glad that Matthew is back with us to share and start and launch this season once again. So Matthew um, has been with us many times now, and we just absolutely love having him on the show. He, if you don't know Matthew... He is, (laughs) there's a lot about him, Matthew John is an internationally recognized spiritual teacher, a spiritual mentor, an intuitive, a psychic, a medium, an astrologer, a starseed guide, energy healer, medical intuitive, and life coach, working with angels, archangels, and ascended masters. He is a gifted intuitive, a wisdom channeler, and transmitter of healing frequencies, right? And so I have to tell you all, like, some of you have worked with Matthew, so you know how wonderful he is. I've also worked with Matthew. He's wonderful. He's also gifted sessions with my husband when, you know, all this stuff happened and so generous and so kind and so spot on, right? So it was so helpful to have that information from him, have the wisdom from him and just knowing that he's always there as a friend, as a colleague, as one of my guests, to share his wisdom and teaching, it just, you know, it just, I'm so, I'm so blessed. I'm so, so blessed. So I'm going to invite all of you to please join me in opening up your heart and welcoming Matthew back to the show. Matthew, welcome.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for the wonderful introduction and all the kind words. I, I'm really appreciative. And I'm very blessed that uh, you've chosen me to. Kick off season 29. This is very exciting.
0: (laughs) Awesome. And, you know, it's like, it just happened that way, right? So it's like, yes, you know, and it's a great, it's a great way to start the season. Two in a row. Are you right? (laughs) I'm I'm the
1: opening day guy.
0: (laughs) Exactly. But, But also, like, right now, we were just talking before we went live. Is that, you know, the energies are so intense right now, right? The, yeah. you know, Ascension is happening fast and furious. And, you know, then we just entered the eclipse season as well. Yeah. So your your topic and what we're going to talk about today, how to find your purpose as a light worker and starseed mm-hmm. is so relevant, right? It's so relevant because so many people want to know that. Yeah. And also they want to get moving on their purpose, on their path, right? And, you know, some may have been stalled a bit, but this is the time, right?
1: Yeah, it's very relevant uh, when eclipse season comes around because what happens during eclipse season is we're downloading new codes that uh, will put us where we need to be. Uh, eclipse seasons are about change and transformation. And the eclipse that we just passed was a Taurus north node eclipse. That means the the sun and the moon were uh, very close to the uh, north lunar node, which is in Taurus. This is all in the realm of uh, Western tropical astrology, which I use. Um, and a North node eclipse is, uh, it has to do with our soul's purpose. So it has to do with, uh, downloading to us the the requisite codes to, uh, lift us to where our, our next stage of our journey is. And then South node eclipses, which we have one coming up uh, next week are about, um, helping us to, uh, get the, the stuff that's still kind of stuck in there from the past and karmic issues out so that we are able to continue on our elevated path that is our North node. And during this talk today, we'll actually discuss a little bit of astrology because it's one of my passions. And we'll discuss uh, the North node uh, and what it means for you. And, and I'll give you some examples of, uh, of uh, what uh, some of the uh, common uh, purpose elements are uh, depending on your North node.
0: And, you know, what's interesting is, you know, the eclipse season just started but already yeah. like in the past couple of weeks, I had already been thinking about, you know, what's next on my path? What's next in my journey? What else yeah. do I want to do now? You know, what else lights me up? And so I actually started a couple of weeks ago, the um, stellar diamond bike streams that I've been mm-hmm. doing. Yeah, on basis. Yeah. <laughs> right. So that's something right. new um, that I started. And it's like, it's part of my purpose to share, right? Yeah. Consciousness, light codes, etc. Mm-hmm. And so, this is a time when people start to think about okay, what lights me up. What What do I want to do? You know, like they start thinking about it, but they start feeling into it because their higher self is sending them these messages, right? Yeah. To them, like hey, let's let's go, let's get on the path, let's yep. do this, let's do that, right?
1: We could call it codes. We could call it frequency. We could call it energy. We could call it downloads. We could call it messages. It's all the same. It just comes in different forms. You know, the for example, you might receive an inspiration in the form of a thought like, you know, oh, I I would like to do this. I would like to do this with my career. I would like to do this new project. And you write it down and, you know, maybe you start it. Uh, But that's going to be like on a deeper level coming in as a code or as a download from your higher self. And yeah, during eclipse season, it's like, it's a compacted time when, when so many codes are downloaded at once. And then after the eclipse season, as things kind of smooth out energetically, we start to really be able to uh, put some of those things into practice. So
0: I want to talk about what, what does purpose really mean so i know like the purpose for all of us our soul's purpose is to experience life have different experiences to grow well that's one purpose
1: that's one purpose
0: it's all general right but there's so many other things right so
1: yes it's so multifaceted and it's such a fascinating topic which is why i wanted to discuss it today and i love discussing the topic of purpose um and it's something that i've spent years and years thinking about and i think a lot of us on this path spend a lot of time pondering purpose in fact it really is the most common question that i get asked in my practice when i'm doing readings or or coaching with people is what is my purpose It, it is the number one thing um so i love discussing this topic yes uh one aspect of purpose is what you said uh living life to the fullest enjoying life um experiencing being a physically incarnate being uh you know as a spirit kind of compressed down and and uh illuminating through the physical form experiencing the physical world absolutely that's an aspect of purpose and actually uh with the Taurus season that we find ourselves in right now and the Taurus eclipse Taurus is all about experiencing the physical world Taurus is polar opposite of Scorpio which is about experiencing the spiritual world Right. So what Taurus brings to the table in the um, context of the 12 signs of the Zodiac is how to experience things physically. So, yes, experiencing the world. Uh, but what else uh, has what, what else kind of is the general purpose of life as I see it? I see life. The general purpose of life is being evolution, mm-hmm. being evolution towards something uh, bigger, better, higher, really from kind of a scientific level. Uh, I would say it's becoming a finer and finer vibration or we could say becoming more expanded in our light field. I'll refer to that as a toroidal field, because I do believe that we are ultimately what a soul is kind of on a scientific level is a field of light, a a toroidal field of light, meaning it's in a shape like this. It's in a sphere with an empty column. And as we go through uh, incarnations and evolve through the densities or dimensions, we build more and more light and eventually we can become literally a planet, or literally a star, or literally a galaxy, um, as we keep going up. So the the purpose of life really is is ascension. It's always, and we're just as you know, incarnate humans. We're not always conscious of that. Those of us that are watching this call and really consciously involved in self work and in uh, discovery of of new wisdom and in working uh, to working to improve one's relationship with self, one's improving one's sense of peace, improving one's uh, abundance, improve it, whatever, you know, those of us that are consciously into this journey of Ascension or awakening, whatever you want to call it, we're, we're conscious to but everyone's going through it anyways. The plants are always evolving the soul of a of a tree is what I believe, and what I've been taught is, is going to eventually evolve into being an animal. You know, and then that animal will evolve into being, you know, a bee uh, is is a very smart animal, but it's not as intelligent as a dog or or a pig or a gorilla. And one day, that soul that is a bee might be a dog, a pig, or a gorilla. And then that dog, pig, or gorilla might some way someday be a human if it's what we would call an organic consciousness which means it's rooted in in the earth um mm-hmm. rather than a starseed briefly would mean that you're you've been a plant animal you've gone through the first second and third density somewhere else and then you come here as uh as a fractal of a higher consciousness and that fractal then gets to play the game of reincarnating over and over again as an earth human being. So, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: um, but yeah, so Ascension, uh, um, always scaling up evolution is really the ultimate, the way I see it, the ultimate point of life. The point of life is that souls are created. uh, What I believe, and I don't know any of this to be true. This is just what I believe uh,
2: Mm -hmm. is
1: being a single photon of light and that photon of light eventually becoming a a galaxy. And th- there's a, a linear process of evolution for every soul all the way up to, and that means that expansion never ends. Expansion of the multiverse never ends. It means that the way I see it, at least that, <laughs> that it's infinite, that there's always evolution. And the, and the mechanism for star seeds to be created as a fractal of a higher consciousness means that like a boomerang, there's always new ways to experience evolution because once you've experienced evolution to a certain point, you say, okay, well, I've done that. Now let me do it somewhere else in a different part of creation, a different part of the universe in a different, totally different way. So that's what happens. You become a fractal, go somewhere else and then evolve again and return like a boomerang. So the the mechanism of life, the way I see it is always in place to encourage and, and to push along consciousness, to evolve to higher and higher dimensions, densities, frequencies, however you want to say it. And for those of us, like I said, who are, you know, really consciously tuned into the fact that we're going through an ascension or going through an awakening, you know, we know that, but everyone, the, the most spiritually asleep people that we can think of, they're going through it as well. They just don't know it. And for them, you know, some of them won't really consciously go through it until even a future lifetime, perhaps even a future incarnation. But all of life is always evolving. It's just not always a conscious thing. So that's kind of the the broad, the way I see it, the broad paintbrush of what purpose is. Yes, it's, it's the purpose of life is life itself, like you said, it's to exist you know because if the purpose of life wasn't to exist logically speaking there would be no life so the way i see it logically logical deduction there has to be life and it and in the same token the other purpose of life is always evolution now let's talk about purpose on a more practical personal more <laughs> micro level right because that's really what, you know, when someone comes to me in a reading and they want to know what their purpose is, they don't want to really hear that all oh, the, your purpose is to exist or your purpose. Exactly.
2: Is to or exist. evolve. But yeah. it's
1: important to understand that because you can, we can, um, we can filter that down into our day to day, week to week, month to month, year to year existence. And if you are consciously able to see that you are becoming more evolved in certain ways, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically than you were six months ago, a year ago, five years ago, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, that's a really good way to, to see your, your progress in just the very small lens of a single incarnation. Because for almost all of us, we have lived hundreds or thousands of incarnations as earth human beings, Mm -hmm. including myself. And we a lot of those lifetimes were just experiences. They were experiences of what would it be like to create this bad karma? And then in another lifetime it's what would it be like to create this bad karma? And then another lifetime, it's what would it be like to resolve that karma? What would it be like to be of service in a certain way? What would it be like in a certain lifetime to have some glimpses of spiritual awakening, some glimpses of like a, a lid of a teapot getting lifted off? off of the crown chakra and allowing for that connection to spirit like never before. But when we move into what I like to call the Ascension lifetime, which is where myself and you, and I believe probably everyone on this call find and watching finds themselves in, then it's, it's a conscious process of very quick evolution, which is why so many of us have gone through really difficult roller coaster ups and downs in our life and many of us came from difficult childhoods difficult upbringings many of us brought on a lot of ancestral karmas a lot many of us brought on a lot of genetic karmas that might have um, medical physical issues tied to them right because our soul wanted to very quickly evolve in a conscious way during this lifetime right so really for for those of us that are light workers and that's the topic of this discussion light workers and star sheets specifically exactly. uh, for those of us, purpose is very important um, in in all ways because we are here to consciously do that. So when we talk about purpose now to filter down even further into the into the personal level, when we talk about purpose as being something like a career or something like service work as I like to call it. Some sort of project, almost like a dissertation, like one way to look at purpose is like, you know, what if, if I'm on my deathbed, you know, whether it's today or, or 100 years from now,
2: mm-hmm.
1: what do I want to look back and say that I left? What, do, what sort of legacy do I want to be able to say that I was able to leave and contribute to the collective. Because we're all, as we probably all realize on this call, we're pretty conscious people, we're all connected. We're all connected into what I like to call the field. Yeah. It's an invisible uh, field of, of consciousness of life that connects all living beings on this planet, human and non-human, right? And so everything that we do, everything we put out there, all the words we put out there, even on a very micro level, the thoughts, although they're, they're not... That's significant energetically, but the actions, especially actions carried by far the most power, hundreds of, you know, exponentially higher than words and words are exponentially higher in, in frequency and impact uh, than thoughts, but everything we contribute does contribute to the field, right? So uh, thinking about purpose in terms of when you leave this planet, whether it's today or hundred years or 500 years from now, or anywhere in between, what do you want to leave behind as an energetic legacy, as a tangible legacy, like speaking of the realm of Taurus, Taurus is about what is tangible. You know, that's also the realm of Capricorn. What is, what can we feel, you know, is it, is it, or is it books that you've written? Is it courses you've put out? Is it uh, a charity that you've uh, assisted with? Um, is it uh, a film that you made? Is it, you know, it can be a million different things. Is it literally that you've, helped bring children into the world right who then that' what an incredible service that is to not only perpetuate the human race but to raise more conscious beings or sometimes it's just to bring in beings into the world and you're not always conscious at the very conscious at the time that you bring them in but because of their path because they're star seeds that they end up uh, you know becoming amazing light workers you were just there to bring them in at, the, mm-hmm. at that time and then later on you evolved that happens to a lot of women. Um, so it's thinking about it in terms of legacy. And then if you, if so, if you think about that, thinking about like, if, if I had like a, a metaphorical dissertation to, to leave, if, the, if Earth is a school and this is my final year of this Earth school, right? My, my ascension lifetime, this is my senior year. What is the dissertation that I want to leave on this planet that will, that will be the mark of my graduation? to whatever comes next and whatever comes next could be coming back again and again to just enjoy the new earth. It could be going somewhere else in creation The possibilities are unlimited, but now then working backwards from that, you know, what is it that I, um, what is it that really gives me that deep sense of passion about what I want to do? Who do I want to help? Who do you know? And who you want to help um, will very, very often align with what happened to you. So for example, someone that, you know, was a a victim of uh, let's say like domestic abuse earlier in their life, they may really feel called to help other women who have been abused. Someone who is a recovering alcoholic may feel really called to help other alcoholics. Someone who came from poverty may feel really called to help people that are in those sorts of communities, someone who is, um, uh, coming from a specific ethnic group that maybe has been suppressed through generations and in, in my country or in whatever country, they may feel really called to help those people. Someone may really feel called to help people of the same gender really, um, or the same sexual orientation.
2: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: we feel called to help others that had there's some resonance, between who we feel called to help and who what happened to us and who we are in our lifetime very often. So thinking and think a lot of people really feel called to help animals, you know, because they they've animals have held a special place in their journey. They certainly have for me, you know, the animals have helped them through difficult times have been their their lifelong companions. So they feel really called to help animals. Some people really um, you know, feel, I, I talked about this in my Taurus Eclipse podcast on, on YouTube, like um, just feeling the pain of, of Mother Earth and how, how toxic the planet is, how just overloaded with toxins, nuclear waste and plastics. And, and I, I was talking about it, recalling an ayahuasca experience many, many years ago. When I just put my ear to the ground and just like really tune in and felt the, the awful pain from the toxins, the literal chemical toxins that is, is just our, our planet is overloaded with it. Right. So maybe part of your purpose, you, you feel a strong call to help the physical earth to help with recycling programs or to help you know, innovating new ways of, of clean energy, you know, or, or, or living a, a, a minimalistic or zero waste life, you know, or, um, or just growing plants, like saving a lot of people nowadays are really um, passionate about like saving non GMO organic seeds, you know, because as time goes on, of course, with cross pollination, the seeds become less and less authentic in their organic state. You really have to look now to find the most authentic organic seeds. So just, you know, growing plants, living, creating an indoor jungle, art, you know, art is such a wonderful thing. There's so much beautiful art behind you, you know. Um, I have art all over my house as well. I love paintings. I love um, crystal creations. I love all things art. And there's a lot of artists, I'm sure, watching this. And art is an incredible contribution to the collective. Art falls under the realm of Taurus because um, Venus, Venus rules over art, you know, and all things feminine and art inherently is a, is a feminine vibration. It's, it's a, the creative, it's the ultimate expression of the, the creative feminine vibration is art because it's not something that is structured. It's something that flows into a creation, right? So uh, yeah, producing art, producing literature, producing comedy, produce, there's so many possibilities and a lot of people, there, your purpose it doesn't have to be creating a business, being an entrepreneur, being an artist. Being, there's many, many ways that it can be uh, channeled through. As I said, just being a mother or being a father. You know, what if you're what if you're a father that is creating? You know, we so often talk about you know mothers and because there's a higher percentage of of in, in the new age community there is a higher percentage of women. It just is what it is right now. Women have been kind of more in the leading edge of, of spiritual, of conscious, spiritual evolution, in a lot of ways, but, you know, let's talk about men for a moment. Um, you know, what about breaking generational, um, generational trauma having to do with fathers, not being good fathers, right. Or fathers being abusive. And what if you're, what if you're the first father in your generational, uh, ancestral history to be a really good, good father? and actually, you know, raise someone who was parented well. Same, you know, goes for being a mother. What if you're the first mother in your generational history? That's purpose in itself. So it's so multifaceted.
0: Yeah. And I was just saying that, you know, all these examples that you're sharing are so inspiring. So I'm asking everyone.
1: Yeah, I see that
0: legacy going to be right. Because it's like, sometimes we don't think about these things, you know, and, um, it's it's just about opening up our minds and opening up our hearts to really connect in and really tap into what is it that we would like to share and express through us, right? It's the divine expressing through us. So, so what is that that you want to focus on?
1: Yeah, and this is a good time to think really long term, really, really the longest term you can think. Um, and then you work backwards from there. So for myself, I have so many... There's so many things that I want to leave behind. I'm such a creative person. I'm always creative. I love to write. I love to create um, content and create all sorts of things. And there's so many things I want to leave behind. Um, so I hope I, you know, get a couple hundred years to do it. (laughs) And we'll talk about telomeres a little bit later about, you know, Mm -hmm. the science of, of really immortality and how it relates to purpose. Um, but uh, yeah, what, what, what do you know, I, I'd love to see even see in the in the chat, like, what do people want to leave behind thinking super long term, you know, and then you work backwards, and then you look at your you evaluate realistically your current situation, and your career and your financial situation. And then you see, well, because for some people, you know what, they are at a, they are at a, a, a point in their journey where they can say, you know what, I've, I've got enough money, I've got enough resources. I've done this for a long time. It's not really doesn't really feel like it's totally aligned with my purpose or really not at all. Mm-hmm. And I'm ready to move into something that does feel more purpose aligned. But then there's a lot of people that I mean, life is expensive. Yeah. It is. Food is expensive. It, Rent is especially expensive. Especially
0: for light workers and starseeds. A lot of the light workers that we know are not really able to experience the abundance that they would like from using and sharing their gifts right
1: uh well yeah so this is a whole topic so we'll, we'll, let's let's get into this now <laughs>
2: um,
1: so you know like okay so just being very realistic and very empathetic and compassionate life is expensive if you live in a western country and if you don't live in a western country the wages are usually much lower so it kind of you know it can be it's worse. So a lot, yeah. yeah. And it's worse in a lot of non-Western countries, but so we, we have to always be realistic to, to a certain extent. Um, but working with the laws of abundance, working with the law of attraction, working with the possibilities of who we actually are as co-creators. The reality is, is that as long as you are in a, as long as you have your basic root chakra needs met, which is food, water, safety, shelter. And unfortunately, we live in a very cruel, dark world in a lot of ways. And a huge percentage of the, of the population can't say that. Mm-hmm. It's, it, you know, and it's humbling to remember that once in a while, that there's wars going on right now. People are dying. Uh, and there's people that have been starving and continue to starve for no good reason. And it's a huge portion of the population. It's billions of people, Mm -hmm. right? But if you are one of the privileged people, if you are one of the lucky people like you and I, that has our basic needs met Mm -hmm. through the law of attraction, through the laws of abundance, you absolutely do have the ability to create an abundant lifestyle, an abundant life through your passion. The, and it's part of what we're here to learn for a lot of us is how to do that,
2: mm-hmm. how to
1: separate ourselves from the, I don't like to use this term a lot, but here it fits the matrix programming okay. or the matrix paradigm of basically taking what opportunities are, are presented to you, falling into line of, you know, doing what the the normal path is that's laid out in Western countries, getting a job, paying your rent and working for the man, so to speak. A lot (laughs) of, yeah, I never really did, but I'm unique. I always (laughs) found really creative ways to uh, to earn money. I had a lot of fun jobs, Um, but you know, I did work for others. So yeah, I guess I did too. Um, But part of for a lot of us part of our journey here is to develop the self sovereignty self sovereignty in all ways yeah and part of that is being able to earn an income that comes from our passion that comes from what we really want to create and it it requires a ton of confidence it requires a ton of courage I can tell you this because I've done it. It requires an incredible amount of work. It's not for someone that wants to not work too much because you're going to work a lot if you're trying to build something. I'm sure you can realize that you, you've been there yourself. It requires I'm
0: a workaholic. So it, it's, it's, yeah,
1: It me too. It requires a lot of chutzpah to, mm-hmm. to coin a Yiddish term. From, for sure. <laughs> It requires a lot of hutzpah to um, to do it, but if you can, for a lot of a, a lot of us, that's part of one of our soul's objectives in this lifetime is to do that. Now, it's not going to be for everyone, and the North Node is interesting when you if you're a North Node in Taurus, for example, which means that uh, th- this uh, this eclipse was in the same sign as your as your personal North Node. Taurus north nodes are almost always meant to become affluent financially because Taurus rules over money. And it means that you came from a south node in Scorpio where money was meant to not. the, the, The Scorpio north node kind of paradigm when it comes to money is like. Being a a monk or being a nun or, you know, kind of giving, giving up the attachment to the material world, because Scorpio is all about the spiritual, Mm -hmm. or even being like a vagabond and kind of just being very unconventional, at least when it comes to money, while Taurus North Node is about actually embracing the financial system as is, embracing money as it is. And I know so many Taurus North nodes when I do readings for them, they feel it. They're either they're already somewhat wealthy or they just feel this intense drive to become wealthy. And don't ignore that. It's not, if you're a Taurus North node, for example, it's not like being un. Unsp- it's never being unspiritual, by the way, to want to be wealthy or to want to have money. You're not, sometimes- Light workers and empaths get that wrong in my view because and the reason for it is actually a very noble reason because we see the poverty and the cruelness of the world
2: mm-hmm. and we
1: feel like if we are becoming wealthy we're either becoming the cruelness of the world or we're contributing to it or we're taking from others but in reality that that sentiment that belief is actually is going to sound paradoxical but hear me out it's actually perpetuating the system of poverty on this planet the reason being is because that system is predicated on only wealth being only in the hands of the very few and the rest of the world being impoverished and there being this always this class war and this uh this resentment and anger and frustration from the lower class towards the upper class and those that are in power uh, because they feel disempowered. So that's the entire system is predicated on disempowerment on making sure that the masses that the lower classes are completely disempowered when one chooses and you don't have to, it's not in everyone's path, but in some people's path it is. when you choose to embrace the system as it is, and actually accumulate some sort of wealth, especially if you're doing it with whatever is putting you into a purposeful state, into a state of feeling sovereign, of feeling empowered, you're actually helping to contribute to where we want to go on the new earth with, uh, in the paradigm of, of money, wealth, and abundance, all the tourist themes, which is everyone just has enough. Because when you're operating under the belief that if you, become wealthy, or if you make any make too much money that you're taking from a limited pot, then that energetically keeps the pot limited. If you shift your beliefs to believing that you're taking from a pot that is inherently unlimited, then that's totally different. And now you're actually contributing to more. See, it's not about there being there isn't actually for those of you who've ever studied economics, you know, this to be true. There is no actual limited amount of money that exists on the planet. It's all just created. And it's con- over the past couple of years in the US, there's been more new money printed than in the last 30 years before that combined. That's how much new money was printed during the pandemic. There's never a limited pot. It's inherently unlimited. And new money is created at will by central banks. Money is just, it's paper. The paper is inherently valueless. It only has value because we say what it's what it's worth. And now with inflation, it's becoming worth a little bit less in a lot of countries, okay? But there's no actual inherent limit to the amount of money on the planet, which is how we move from this cruel system of poverty that we have on the planet now, poverty and disempowerment, to 30, 50, 100, 200 years from now, Right. I hope it's sooner. I hope it's like 30 years from now or, or 25 years from now where everyone has enough because we've, we've realized, first of all, there, there has to be some change in the socioeconomic and the political, uh, the, the geopolitical structures of the planet so that there isn't this wealth being held only in the hands of a very few people and everyone else being suppressed through systems. Right. That has to shift somehow. But if that is able to shift, then we're inherently living in this unlimited abundance paradigm. And then, ironically enough, in that paradigm, there isn't really the need to become richer than your neighbor anymore. Only it it becomes a volunteer-based economy, which is like what they do in the Pleiades, which everyone inherently has enough. And you contribute what you want to contribute to the collective. And for that, for some people, it's growing food. For some people, it's um, it's education. For some people, it's writing or creating art. For some people, it's creating music. For some people, it's helping others with relationship issues. It's some people. It's innovating new technology. Some people. It's you know going to different uh, different star systems or, or Earth and um, intergal- inter inter uh, uh, planetary affairs. And that's where we're headed on the new Earth eventually. It so it, the ironic part is eventually there will be no reason to work to earn more money than you did before or earn more money than your neighbor but if you try that right now because of the systems you find yourself in poverty it's it's very ironic but the way i see it for light workers for a lot of light workers to help us energetically eventually get there if we're able to accept and embrace the system and the cruelness of it as it is now, and make the best of it. And if we have a business or a passion project, or whatever, to be okay, receiving money for it, and knowing we're not taking from others, we're not taking from a limited pot, we're expanding an already inherently unlimited pot. Does that make sense to you? I I don't know if I explained it. um, Well,
0: Yes, absolutely. It does. And that's a, it, but it's a mindset, right? You have to get to that mindset of knowing that it, it it is unlimited.
1: Yeah, look, you know, Angel is from from Uganda, and I it's like if I was living in a, a impoverished country like Uganda, or, or I, I would, it, it can be frustrating to to hear something like this. It can be frustrating to um to to think about what is possible not even just in an impoverished country, if you're from an impoverished neighborhood in the United States or in Canada where you're from, it can be really maddening to think about things like the law of attraction or think about the possibility of being more sovereign and earning more. But through the laws of abundance, the law of attraction, there is almost always a way, not always, I I do believe that sometimes it might not be in someone's life plan. It might not be possible because maybe they are, you know, stuck in a place where, like where Angela is, you know. Um, but for most light workers, there is that path through, and and energetically speaking, it really all has to do with the solar plexus. It has to do with our sense of feeling empowered versus disempowered in this world and when you find your passion project your purpose it is naturally extremely empowering because it feels like you're no longer just existing almost as like um a servant to the matrix or the system that was put in place by the generations before you but you're actually sovereignly creating something that is extremely authentic and very unique to the signature of your soul to the signature of yourself as an ego personality as well. And it's a beautiful thing. And that, you know, as far as the shockers go financial abundance has to do with your root because your root is about safety and security and the root shocker financial abundance is more about that base level of sustenance. Okay. Yeah, do so with your sacral chakra because sacral chakra is about passion, creativity, enjoyment of life, fun. And if your sacral chakra is more expanded—not over expanded, but more expanded—you're going to act. You're going to have more energy. You're going to have more of that Aries energy, that more Martian passion energy, which will give you energy to create. You know, you 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 get the energy to create from your sacral. You get the safety to create from your root you get the energy to create from your sacral, then you actually get the power to create from your solar plexus. And that power to create is what energetically can really draw in more financial abundance and that the heart then is the love to create. And if those are all aligned and then the throat is actually how you create, how you actually communicate the creation, get the creation out there. And if all five of those can really be aligned then it's, it's easy to start to, you know, build up uh, more financial abundance. So now it's, it's not in the cards for everyone because if someone's like, you know, and this is not universal, but you know, some people let's say you're Scorpio North node, you know, you, you may have come from lives of abundance and this lifetime, it's about being more, um, giving up, as I said, those, those attachments to, uh, to the, the material world, right. Um, if you're a, a north node in Libra, you may have I, I'm an Aries North Node. So for me, I've come from past lifetimes of really being extremely reliant on others. And in my childhood, I can look back and see how that manifested. Being always very and, and if I'm not careful, I fall back into that south node and I become over reliant on others. <laughs> But I'm an Aries North Node. So my soul's entire mission in this life is about becoming very independent, becoming an entrepreneur, becoming someone who's different than the Matrix Society, different than my peers. You know, in, in, in middle school and high school, I was very unique. I was very, I never felt like I was, uh, welcome in groups. It's cause mm-hmm. that Aries North Node, right? So. That's my mission. But if you're if you're Libra North Node, you you did that. You already did that in the past couple of lifetimes. And it's more about actually creating and integrating with families and groups. So for a Libra North Node, you know that idea of financial abundance might be much more tied into family. Okay, might you your soul might have to have you find the really the the correct match as far as a uh, uh, a partner and, and children for you before you can really experience that ultimate abundance. And the abundance may be more about the, the health of the family uh, emotionally and the, the enjoyment of the family rather than, um, rather than being, you know, just numbers in your bank account. It's not, it's, and it's not necessarily about numbers in your bank account for, for a Taurus North node or an Aries North node that may be more relevant, but for, but for everyone, it's, that's only one small aspect of abundance.
0: Yeah, you know? for sure. And that's the thing, you know, I mean, like when you were talking about like the root chakra, the sacral chakra the uh, solar plexus. You know, for the past couple of years, I've been two or three years for sure. I've been working on my sacral chakra and my solar plexus chakra a lot. And so, what's happened now is that as those chakras are have been healed, are healing, et cetera, you know, my financial situation has improved. You know, a lot. It and happens for a lot energy. of people. It's
1: happened for myself too. It happens for a lot of people. Yeah. You you really you start to be able to um, pay off old debts and it's not a magic thing it, you know it's it, it's it's just uh when we a lot of times when we do the healing there's a lag period there's a lag time between when it actually manifests in real physical reality but yeah it's happened for for myself as well as I've done more self healing I've been able to align my because I don't, you know, I think looking back to the past, I, I think I really didn't feel worthy of being, and a lot of this has to do with my North Node, South note. I didn't feel worthy of being independent, of being financially independent. And um, so, you know, having to rely on, you know, uh, gifts from others or my parents or, um, you know, having to, to be in debt, you know, um, that's a way of... Not becoming independent financially, and I've I'm not fully there yet, but I've gone a very long way, you know, and right. kind of um moving from debt into just kind of having it's kind of cool when you start to move from that always being your whole life being in like minus, you know, <laughs> to actually like going above that plus level, and it's like, oh, but I look at myself five years from now or 10 years from now, and and I'm not ashamed to say I believe that there's there's a lot of um wealth there because. I I've seen it as something that's a part of my my mission here. It's a part of my my life plan, and I know that I'm not taking from others. It is about think about it. Don't we want more wealth, anyways, to be in the hands of those people that are consciously wanting to to make a difference on the planet? That's what I've seen. What I've seen a really cool uh, side effect of this whole cryptocurrency craze that's taken over the past couple of years is there are a lot of brand new millionaires that are like between the ages of like 15 and 22 (laughs) and there's a lot of wealth very quickly going into the hands of very young people and young people are going to more commonly have progressive ideas than their parents Mm -hmm. and contribute to progression of society so the more that light workers and starseeds and younger people can accumulate some wealth, I see that as an extremely positive thing. You know?
2: Yeah.
1: Absolutely. Um, and uh yeah, go ahead.
0: Do you want to talk about the telomeres?
1: I do, but why don't we talk a little bit more about um I, I mentioned a few. In the chat, drop drop. my voice is deeper. It's because of the solar flares. I'm very tired today. That's why my voice is deeper. I think my voice is always deep, though. But thank you, Sherry. <laughs> um, drop in the chat if you know what your north node is. And let's go over a couple of uh, north nodes just kind of in general. We talked about Taurus
0: so I'm gonna embarrass myself and say I don't know and my daughter would kill me right now she's like you Mom, can look I it up in two so seconds. look it
1: up in two seconds just just it, just google find my birth chart and you can type it in I think it's a
0: queer, I
1: don't know <laughs> you, you, you can find it in two seconds okay uh, we have someone who is a cancer a cancer north note so a cancer north note it's all about family because and and, and that nurturing feminine aspect so in this lifetime, you're, you're moving from a Capricorn South node, which is this hardened, masculine structure building Saturn energy, right? That's, that's where you come from. And then in this lifetime, you're moving into the feminine nurturing. So family, how, in whatever ways you're, you feel guided to express that nurturing energy, whether you're actually have given birth to children or whether you're a, a mommy to dogs or cats or whatever Um, also working with the the emotional energy Capricorn is a very hardened cult and Capricorn's great. I'm not shitting on Capricorn. Um, Sorry. I just demonetized you, but um, uh, Capricorn is very uh, it's hardened. It's hardened and masculine and logical. And it's, it's detached from emotions where it's opposite across the Zodiac wheel is cancer, which is it's ruled by the moon. It's the most feminine, nurturing emotional so if you're cancer north Node, it's all about nurturing being motherly in whatever way possible in this lifetime um gemini gemini north Node, uh gemini is all about the mind so uh gemini you're moving from the sagittarius south Node. The sagittarius is all about the physical and it's it's about traveling and the unconventional and moving around geographically and then gemini is moving around with the mind so Gemini North nodes are always meant to develop the mind. Gemini North nodes are also meant to be very social. You know, very often a Gemini North node will, will end up being like a bartender or uh, you know, working like as an usher or just some, some some place where they're going to be around a lot of people. Um, it's about learning communication. It's all about using learning to develop the throat chakra and the third eye, the mind uh, when you're a Gemini North node. So Um, whatever helps you to develop the intellect as a Gemini North node is, uh, is very important. Um, Pisces, Pisces North node. Yeah. Pisces North node is, uh, the, the most intuitive and psychic kind of, uh, uh, nodal aspect. So Pisces North nodes, you are, um, you're coming from Virgo from a Virgo South node. Virgo is extremely logical, analytical, and evidence-based which is great i'm a i'm a virgo moon and i love all those things i'm very analytical um very it's a lot of mental energy pisces is the emotional and the spiritual and the psychic it's ruled by neptune so as a pisces north Node in this lifetime a lot of times you are meant to become a psychic or an intuitive you are meant to become some sort of um harbinger of the spiritual energies and the psychic energies and all those that all those things that are in the realm of fantasy and dreams and art pisces is very much uh, has to do with art as well um let's see we sagittarius sagittarius north node okay so that means you're coming from gemini south node which is going to be uh the uh you know the the mind and now you're moving into the physical the fire energy so sagittarius is very athletic uh think of the, the glyph for sagittarius is the centaur right the centaur is extremely strong extremely athletic Uh, both the, you know, the human part and the horse part, and it moves around, it it gallops around the world. So gallivanting, you know, as a Sagittarius North Node, um, your life's purpose mission very much is likely to involve different cultures, okay, moving around to different parts of the world, travel, philosophy, uh, athletic things. And by the way, the North Node is just one aspect. And for those of you who end up purchasing my special offer package, if you uh, purchase package B or C, where you get to do a soul plan reading with me, I'll absolutely take a look at your birth chart, along with reading into your life plan and your soul contracts, your past life karma, your future, and you know anything else you really want to know. But we will also look at your, at your natal chart. And it's not just the north node. Other important aspects would be your midheaven, which is the beginning of your 10th house, Okay, that really that hones in more. The North Node is more the general overview of like what your soul needed to really learn in this lifetime, where the uh, the Midheaven or the 10th house is really honing in specifically on your like job or career. So that's really good to look at. Also, Saturn, because Saturn is is Capricorn. It's about longevity. It's about building structure. Saturn is about building something that lasts and, and gives back dividends for years to come. So if you, um, if you look at your Saturn sign, that's also a good indication. Um, Libra, Libra North node, as, as I said, that's the opposite of areas. That's where I came from. So it's about becoming more integrated with family. If Libra is all about fairness and balance, also justice, um, justice may be a part of your journey, meaning fighting for some just cause fighting for those who are, um, who are less fortunate. Um, do we get everybody? Let me look back. Um, Let's see. I think we got everyone, right? Virgo, Virgo North Node. If anyone's a Virgo North Node, maybe watching the replay, you are here to learn how to have to set goals and to stick with them, okay? Rather than going off feeling, rather than drifting through life as Pisces is this drifting energy. Virgo is this really straight line, very logical, goal oriented energy. You're here to set goals and accomplish things and to learn to look at things analytically. It's another one of those is about the development of the mind. Oh, Leo Aquarius, we didn't even get into Leo. If you're a Leo North Node, you're here to learn self expression. You're here to learn individuality. You're learned. You're here to learn how to be someone that is comfortable being seen by others, comfortable being an individual. Whereas if you're an Aquarius, uh north node you're here to learn to work with bigger groups, not just family units like libras more uh, oriented, but larger groups of people aquarius north nodes in um the context of light workers and star seeds very often are going to be those who are helping to build physical or um virtual new earth communities and Aquarius is also uh, aquarius rules the internet so you may have come to really work with technology to work with the internet if you're an aquarius north node um I think we got everybody right. <laughs> capricorn so. capricorn uh, capricorn is the only one we didn't get capricorn your capricorn north node you're here to learn how to build so you came from cancer which was how to nurture you learn that feminine energy of nurture if you're capricorn north node you're here in this lifetime to learn how to build structures to build things in the world it's a more masculine energy okay
0: yeah um, so my, mine was taurus
1: Taurus. Well, okay. That, then that makes oh, sense. So,
0: so, so we talked about that. I'll, I'll
1: say. <laughs> yeah, that's very appropriate for uh, the timing of our, our discussion here, right after <laughs> the Taurus. North. Right. So for you, yeah. It, d- developing material wealth may be very important to your soul's journey and just um, enjoying the, the fruits of the physical world, enjoying the body, enjoying nature. Taurus is all about the earth. It's the earthiest yeah. of earth signs, as I say animals, plants, you know, just being in the woods like, like I am mm-hmm. right now, you know, mosquitoes and keep getting bit <laughs> up here, but you know, gotta get a better bug spray, but um, yeah, that, yeah that, that's what it is for tourists. That's why yeah. I'm
0: in the country, you know, with like no people here, 75 people just fields and fields and, you know, vineyards and wow. two dogs. And,
2: you know, that's great.
1: Yeah. That's, great. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. yeah let's I, uh, I, let's talk about the, the, the telomeres, the, um, it's mm-hmm. a very fascinating topic. Um, let us know in the chat if you, um, if you've heard of Dr. Bruce Lipton, um, not I Lipton. He's not the creator of Lipton tea, but, um, <laughs>
0: nope. uh, if I you've heard... heard of Dr. Bruce,
1: recently, right. <laughs> uh, maybe not everyone, yeah. but probably a lot ep- of people. Ep-
0: epigenetics, right. It's all about uh, the
1: epigenetics. Epigenetics. Yeah. And, you know, he's written and talked, um, at length too, about, uh, telomeres. What telomeres are, are on the end of the chromosomes. Okay on uh, the end of the, the ends of the chromosomes are like almost these caps on the chromosomes. Um, and what happens is as we age, these, uh, these telomeres actually uh, start to, to disappear. So what researchers kind of initially thought was that the length of your telomeres, like almost precisely determines the length of your life. And it seems like for humans, there's uh, I forget whether there's 100 or 120, but there's kind of a cap at like around that century mark.
2: Uh-huh. However,
1: then it was discovered of an enzyme called telomerase, and this is basically the immortality enzyme. And telomerase actually protects the telomeres from uh, from disappearing, from eroding, from uh, aging away, so to speak. And what are the types of things that really uh, produce uh, telomerase? From a mental, emotional, metaphysical level, it's gratitude and purpose. Uh, Dr. Bruce talked about how very often, um, you know, people work their entire lives at a a job, and as soon as they retire from that job, their lifespan becomes very short (laughs) because they no longer feel a sense of purpose. And not having a sense of purpose, it, it's a it's a subconscious, the way I see it, and this is not Dr. Bruce's word, but the way I see it, it's a subconscious slash unconscious mechanism where it's this belief system that I've done what I was here to do. Uh, I, for, if someone, you know, for someone, maybe it's a job, I, I, I worked that job, I retired. Now there's no purpose for living
2: mm-hmm.
1: and the telomeres uh, will quickly erode. And the lifespan will shorten or someone who, you know, was a parent and maybe their entire life purpose felt like was to be that parent. If they don't have a sense of purpose after their child has grown up and doesn't really need them anymore, then their lifespan could kind of shorten, but having a deep sense of purpose and also gratitude and peace in general, peace in the nervous system, These are the things that will increase the production of telomerase and protect the telomeres from eroding. And on paper, um, like someone wrote in the chat, the fountain of youth when regenerated, on paper, theoretically, it does mean we could be immortal as human beings. And there are tales, which I certainly believe out of India and out of the Himalayas of people living. Five hundred years a thousand years a
2: mm-hmm.
1: couple thousand years, supposedly there is the Rishis that have been alive for over twenty six thousand years. They live in a cave in the Himalayan mountains um so on paper it it's kind of the actual fountain of youth and just as an aside, just for people to do your own research, uh two supplements that are fit that physically have been shown in, in studies to increase uh, telomerase production and, and really give you that fountain of youth would be C60. Mm-hmm. And if you want to learn about C60, go to my channel on YouTube, just type in Matthew John and look back uh, a couple months ago, my interview with Ken Swartz, who was uh, uh, a scientist that has developed C60 for one of the for a C60 companies. And also Epitalon. Epitalon is even newer in the alternative medical literature than C60, uh, it came from Russian scientists, and it's a peptide. It's a p- specific peptide that is now kind of the, the new craze in the alternative medical community. And uh, both, you know, you can find ways to, uh, to take if you're interested. I,
0: I heard about the C60 from you. But yeah okay good either personally <laughs> or in another call i forget when it was and yeah. i tried to order it but it was um so expensive to ship to europe i said oh it, was like, Ugh, why uh, they have it, it is the
1: very expensive but you know what alara you can find uh c60 in europe oh yeah okay yeah t- don't yeah don't worry about okay. ordering it from the company i work with just yeah find it in europe yeah
0: okay
1: i will take a look and the other one's Epitalon. Epitalon, okay. yeah uh Eptalon's a a relatively new one but um, it's pretty, and, and, and there, there may be others. Um, it's possible that I haven't looked into this, but it seems like, um, pr, you know, increasing the, uh, the, uh, ND, ND plus levels in our, in our bodies, um, like through NMN, uh, can possibly do the same thing. Um, but, uh, these are the two that I know of for sure. And, uh, yeah, we need to get to some readings, don't we? Um, but, uh, should we talk about the special offer
0: first? Yeah, we should. So the, the two supplements again are C sixty and epitolon.
1: epitolon. Yeah. But do your own research, you know.
0: Google them, you know, um something C sixty is a lot easier to find than
1: epitolon. is very new. And I haven't taken epitolon. I I can't I can't uh you know say anything personally. I I probably will try it at some point. C sixty yeah. though, I take I take a tablespoon a day. You know, my whole family is on it. So
0: yeah c60 c60 is c60 if it's a lot i don't know how to spell it i'm
1: e-p-i-t-a-l-o-n
0: e-p-i-t-a-l-o-n okay that's how i
2: wrote it
1: yeah there you go there
0: you go okay so google it see what you find if i remember we're not a medical show in any way (laughs) it's just information definitely not a doctor (laughs) we are not doctors here
1: definitely not but I am a medical intuitive. And if you do need medical intuitive work.
0: He and yeah, he's a really, really good medical intuitive. So yes, definitely uh, helped a lot with Robert. So definitely. Yep. Um, all right. So we're going to talk about the packages. They're available at alar.at forward slash show forward slash Matthew five. And the link in the chat. Oops. Uh, I'm going to share my screen. One sec. All right. So we have... Free packages available: Package A, B, and C. Oh,
1: nice! You're sharing it. Perfect, perfect. Yes. Yeah. It it so, favorite. if you if you want to get a, a a reading with me, and I'll do a couple of mini readings before we end the show. But if you want to get a, a full length 45 minute reading with me, make sure you get Package B or C. And in Package C, we're also doing the Star Seed Discovery Session, where if you want to learn what type of Star Seed you are, a lot some of you on this call have done both. But if you want to learn uh where you're from in the stars, I will be able to see that for you. And even better, I'm going to guide you on an astral journey. I'm going to put you under hypnosis, guide you on an astral journey to your home planet to actually be there to meet your galactic family. It's the coolest freaking thing ever Uh to get an activation, energetic activation and code activation from your galactic family. It's an unforgettable experience. It's one of those I see it as like kind of a bucket list experience. It's like you got to do it once. Um, But also there's 16 recorded webinars, which so much there's, uh, you know, mastering your intuition. If you want to learn how to you to develop your clairs, right, there's uh, there's the intro to candle moon magic. You want to learn some magic. There's the uh, healing with colors. You want to learn how to use colors in your healing practice, um, whether you have one or not, or just on yourself. Uh, There's so much you can read through all the all the webinars here uh Mm -hmm. eft emotional freedom technique to heal the chakras we go through each chakra all about angels archangels ascended masters how to work with specific entities to improve your life to improve your health change your reality by changing your words how to actually this is important for learning to attract more abundance is changing how you speak we Mm -hmm. go into that in depth in this one uh there's the uh powerful visualization techniques for ascension learning how to use your third eye, learning how to do all sorts of really cool things, as you'll see on here with your third eye. There's the um, uh, moving on completely from your X one, which is for people that have gone through breakups. There is the human energy field 101 on uh, course, which is uh, learning about the, the, the energetic anatomy, the chakras, the, the nadis, the uh, seven levels, the energy field and how to work with all of them. There's the uh, putting the past in the past uh, one, uh, which is all about um, healing uh, deep inner karmic wounds or spiritual hygiene, cord cutting grounding 101. If you want to learn how to protect yourself from taking on negative entities, etheric parasites, etc., how to clear uh, negative cords between yourself and other people, how to protect yourself in all ways. There's awakening the divine masculine. If you want to learn how to use that left brain that Virgo energy for goal setting, et cetera. There's the um, creating the 5DU, which is an overview of how to move through the ascension process and to um, kind of divide your life into different categories and clear blockages from each category to be able to kind of holistically move into a higher version of yourself. There's dissolving the ego, which is as 12 activations to dissolve different Negative aspects of ego that we all carry within it's at different levels of, of severity. And uh especially if you do this more than once, you'll feel a huge shift in, in in yourself. Um, and then there's the navigating the dark night of the soul, uh moving through dark night of the soul, and there's also the um a deeper level of forgiveness webinar, which is the five stages of forgiveness. You also get my guided meditation feature, spirit guides activate psychic gifts and a healing transmission. Um, so even if you get the digital package, there's like 35 hours of content to move through if you want to do all of it. And if you do, you will learn so much, so much, <laughs> and you a lot really there. transform on a lot of different levels, but even better, you know, for just uh, $44 more than package A, you can get a reading with me. And there's also a 10% discount, right? Uh, for yeah. the next 24 hours.
0: Exactly. So please yep. use gift code TACS10 to take advantage of the 10% gift. Yep. T-A-C-S-10. It hasn't changed from last season, so it's the same code. Just make sure you use it.
1: <laughs> and and there's two payment options for people, right?
0: Yes, there are two and three payment options. Three pay- oh,
1: even better. Yeah, mm-hmm. three payment options. Yeah, so it, it's affordable uh, for, it is, for most definitely. people. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. And,
0: and the digital package is available right away. It's completely download- downloadable right away. And then with the 45-minute soul reading with Matthew, you just, you know, you book your session and um how far ahead are you booking
1: Matthew I don't know four weeks it's usually about four weeks
0: that's not bad no, not bad not
1: bad good so yeah actually, little- no I think actually no three weeks right now it's it's three weeks so, so you want
2: to talk it's, a little it's bit a little, about this yeah a little bit better
1: right now three weeks yeah
2: mm-hmm.
1: usually it's mm-hmm. about four or five but it's about three now so
2: cool
1: um, um yeah let's do some readings though. Uh.
0: So, well, so, we talked about the Soul Plan reading a little bit already. We are, yeah. and we talked about the um Soul Star uh, Star Sea Discovery. Star Discovery
1: right? session. Yep, yep.
0: So all that's available in Package C, and again, the gift code TACS ten and two and three part payment plans are available to make it easier for you to access. All right, so yep. Again, all three of these packages are available at alar.at four slash show four slash Matthew five. <laughs> And if anyone
1: (laughs) anyone has any questions about uh, the packages that you want to ask me personally, what I'll do, um, I'm in the Telegram group for the Alara Mm -hmm. Canfield Show. I'll answer any questions, you know, in that Telegram group. If if anyone has any questions about the packages, if you're not sure whether I can help you in a reading or whatever, you know, feel free to ask me. Absolutely. Good. All right.
0: So do we want to do, uh, so if you just have a quick question.
1: So- yeah, what I think what I'd like I to do. Like you have
0: questions, right?
1: Well, I think what I'd like to do, if it's okay, because the topic of today was about purpose.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Is um, I think if we can kind of uh, gar- uh, What's the word? Kind of direct the question towards purpose in some way, whether it's about uh, a cr- potential career change or it's about like um, trying to discover what what your passion project is or your service work um I, th- I think that would be good if if we we'll, and I'll do a little bit of reading on that.
2: Perfect.
0: Sounds good. So, with that being said, for those of you who already had your hand raised, is your question about purpose? If so, keep your hand raised. If not, you know, you know what to do. <laughs> All right. So we're gonna go to Jennifer first because Jennifer's never asked a question that I know of. So Jennifer, go ahead. You want to Jennifer.
2: Go? hi oh, i are got there? two screens going you're you guys <laughs> you? You're I see you over there oh perfect <laughs> um, yeah i actually today's my first day after i quit my job
1: wow oh my and god Congratulations. Doing
2: nothing for the summer except for listen to all these gorgeous mp3s that i'm purchasing yes a lot of speakers yeah, you
1: have a, a, a lot of time to do that that's great
2: yeah. So I would just love to to hear um, what you yeah. see for my next steps.
1: Sure. But I, I'm just curious that do you already have, you don't have to tell me if you don't want to, but I'm curious, do you already have some ideas in mind?
2: Um, No, I, I love the idea of energy, energy work. Yeah. I, um I like singing bowls and tuning forks, but I, I just don't feel gifted at it or I haven't, I haven't
1: explored it enough to feel gifted. I, I, I hope, you know, I, I just, as an aside, I, I, I hope you consider purchasing at least my Package A, my Mastering Your Intuition webinar. I really delve into the topic of being gifted versus developing skills. And just briefly, like all of us have certain inherent gifts that are, are based on in another lifetime, we were able to really, really bring out said gift or it's something that our soul specifically had wanted to activate in this lifetime but all of this work all of the work i do the work alara does it's also skill and it's the, that's the important part it's all requires development i do this sort of work you know reading people especially 365 days a year and coaching 365 days a year So for me, it's always being refined. So just because you don't feel gifted, it does not mean at all that it's not meant for you. It just might mean more realistically, you haven't had the time to develop the skill yet, right? It's like, what if you wanted to, what if you always like loved the saxophone, but you never had time to practice the saxophone? you might think. I'm. Well, not uh, yeah, that's
2: before. the funny thing. Cause I always feel that I'm, I'm, I can become good at many things. Like I do a lot of art things yeah, and I can beautiful. do them all well, but I just have never felt that one thing. And I've always had it in my head that there is this one thing and I'm slowly learning that that may not
1: be the case. It It usually isn't. No, it's usually, it's a number of things that are going to yeah. attract you based on things that you've, you've done in other lifetimes. And also you know, when you're working, what was your career before this?
2: Uh, clothing designer. <laughs>
1: cool. Very artistic. But, you know, it, it's still you, you since you were focused on one thing, you may not have had the the time or the energy left over to like focus on developing other things. And now you do. Right. So let me just let me tune in for you. Close my eyes and just connect uh, with your template and just see any information. By the way, wh- where's your north node? Uh Taurus. Taurus. ah That very much uh is in line with the fashion design. Fashion is ruled by Taurus. Very interesting. Yep. Very interesting. Aesthetics. Taurus rules all things aesthetics. Do you know what your uh your midheaven is by chance? If you don't, it's okay. okay. Yeah, don't worry about it. But let me let me just here, let me tune in to see what I what I pick up for you psychically. So it's it's really gonna remain in that realm of Taurus a lot because the kind of the keywords that i would give you when I look at your uh your future clairvoyantly uh, your highest future would be music and art and music being um, drumming shamanic drumming sound balls tuning forks frequencies um and then art being i see um it's dream catchers and I see paintings and I see sculptures i see things for garden i see little like smaller um artistic piece i'm not sure what they are but it's uh it's music and art yeah something like that perfect okay yeah beautiful like and so i i see i see you out like in nature like in a circle with you and some other women and one man and you're all wearing white and you're doing shamanic ceremony with a fire in the middle with, with drums. Um, and, and then I see, I see your art, I see your artwork and, um, and those are the two things. So very Taurus music and art, um, cool. those things in all ways, that's your, that's your way of doing energy healing is through music and art through sound and through, uh, actual tangible art. You can feel, and you can look at more than, I don't see you as someone who's meant to necessarily have someone on a tape. You could do that as well, of course, explore whatever interests you. But I, your main talent is I see doing it through music and uh, and art.
2: Great. Thank you uh, so much.
1: Yeah, I, I see you with a whole house of all sorts of different drums and all sorts of different cool little instruments. Sound healing, I think, is one of the coolest things ever because I've never really gotten into that. I do, I do a little bit of shamanic drumming in my soul retrievals, and you should learn how to do soul rituals anything shamanic you should learn how to do but um you, you know i see you getting really really deep into having all sorts of different cool instruments from india and from from uh nepal and and native american instruments yeah
2: great thank you so does that, much does
1: that feel good does that make sense
2: yeah it feels great
1: yeah. awesome awesome thank yeah you. yeah and if, if you wanted to you know dive you know more specifically in your future and soul contracts and stuff of course we can do uh do private reading.
2: Yeah, that's great. Thank
0: you yeah. so much.
1: You're welcome. You're welcome. Awesome.
0: Thank you, Jennifer. All right, Georgina. <clears throat> Georgina, you want to unmute yourself? And for those of you who have written in the chat, um, uh, Matthew is probably going to ask questions. You know, he's probably going to ask you a question or two. So it's. Um...
2: Okay, I am going to mute it now. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Thank perfect. Thank you my, my call.
0: Yeah. All right.
2: Yes. My question is: I am a starseed. I believe I have Pleiadian and Syrian and uh, Turian uh, uh,
0: DNA, or I don't know. Yeah,
2: but um, Your I am. A,
0: yeah, my origins. Yes, I am a healer, but at this time I'm so confused because I don't know where to focus. I mean, what is my life purpose?
2: Like, I do Reiki, but uh, what is what else is there? My um, North, notice is in Pisces, so I wonder mm. if there's more specific, you know, like, mm. doubt or something that you need that I need to do.
1: All right, let me uh, let me just take a moment to tune into what I get from your template guides. A little bit loud, Georgina. Why don't you just mute yourself for a second, and then uh, it's a little bit louder. Okay. Thanks. All right. So you're what, what I see for you, your highest path, your purpose, it's a, it's it's really deepening the work that you've already begun to do. And it's working a lot more with the star races like specific Pleiadian um, healing uh, modalities would really work for you. You could uh, I don't have it with me, but it's somewhere on my shelves, the Pleiadian workbook by Morquan Yin would be a good introduction to that. I see you doing some sort of very specific energy healing. Uh, It kind of looks like the reconnection almost from Dr. Pro, but I don't know what it is. Um, You know, it's like kind of, I see someone on a table and you're like going like this and you're reconnecting different parts of their body and also going into helping people go into uh, kind of the Akashic records realms of things, going into the past life karmic issues, like actually going into the karmic issue and helping to resolve it something like that. And, and, and helping to connect people with their star family. So you're kind of, you're at like step two right now is the way I see it. You're at like stage two, but it's going to keep going deeper and deeper and deeper. So just keep following the path, keep following the staircase you're already on. And it's just going to get much deeper into involving extraterrestrial aspects and, uh, and past healing past life karmas. For, for people, very deep work. very deep. And also, you're a natural medium too. So, uh, connecting with people's ancestors as well and, and helping to do ancestral healing. Um, so, yeah, so what, wherever you feel like, you know, how far you've gone with your work now, it's just gonna expan- keep expanding. And it's really exciting. I'm, I'm, I feel very excited for you for that. Does that make sense? You can turn your mic. Yes,
2: up. it makes so sense. Thank you very uh,
1: much. Where are you from? um i'm california oh okay cool cool excellent well thank you for joining and yeah if you want to uh go deeper more specifically if you want to do the starseed journey i would love to have you uh, do one of my packages
2: yeah i will thank you definitely
1: okay i look forward to it bye thank you
2: bye
0: um all right angela says yeah angela says i would love a reading about my next passion project and purpose she's in the chat So I don't know if you can. Is that Angela
1: from uh, Uganda?
0: Yes. Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. Does she want to pop on or just uh, just in the chat? Angela
0: can talk. She can talk.
1: Yeah. Hi. Hi, Angela.
2: Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm fine. (laughs) It's exciting.
1: I've I've never um, had someone call into a show or work with someone from Uganda. So it's a new it's a new place on the planet for me. That's exciting.
2: Thank you. (laughs) Yeah,
1: thank you you for joining. Okay, so you want uh, you want some more uh, clarity on uh, any just career or just purpose in general or or what?
2: My passion project. I I I've been uh, wavering on on what to to really concretizing,
0: and I think uh, I'm agreeing with one of the callers before. Um, On Not knowing what the actual gift is So I move from one thing to another
1: Yeah Yeah, let me hone in Let me see if I can help you hone in Let me just meditate on it um it's very scorpio energy it's very what i pick up very much just kind of an overall feeling of your purpose it has to do with working with ancestors clearing the wounds of of the the land um working with the elements the ocean um the the lakes the rivers the uh all all parts of the earth it's like working with the ley lines i know it sounds vague but it's like It's you're, you're someone I think that's put here to help with clearing the pain and trauma of uh, past historical events that have, that has happened in the land you're on or land you're not on or land you've been to. Um, and So you may be a natural medium and you may be, um, you may also be drawn to help people through like a grieving process. Or you may end up finding yourself helping people through grieving processes. It's a very plutonian energy. Does that make sense at all? Yes, it does. Um, given um, that many of those issues are coming up now, right? The modality is the issue. Is it through speaking? Because um, yeah.
2: I have always gravitated towards speaking.
1: I think the way I see it, uh, uh, mediumship is is one part of it. Um, And also speaking, speaking with people, speaking to the land, speaking to the animals, speaking with people to help them process things, to help them process things emotionally, to help them understand, you know, Scorpio is all about understanding, Uh, help people understand things on a very, uh, on a very deep level. So, yes. Um, but also connecting, connecting through mediumship. So I don't know how developed your mediumship skills are, but you should definitely develop them even more.
2: I need, I need to develop them from scratch.
1: <laughs> from scratch, that's good though. This is a, an exciting kind of uh, journey for you. Um, and yeah, any any sort of divination will do very well for you as well. Um, but you're gonna naturally, it's just part of your life plan. You're gonna naturally find yourself, you probably have already as you kind of hinted at, um, kind of having to see a lot of trauma around you or to help people through grief um you know it's like uh it's it's a tough thing but it comes from other lifetimes that your your soul's attempting to balance out some difficult karma from other lifetimes that has to do with like kind of darker historical events um and so in this lifetime, just helping people through the grieving process, helping to connect people with ancestors that have passed over, helping people to let go of the fear of death, really, um, to uh, and, and working with the earth itself. Does that make sense? I know it's all kind of vague, but it's just what I pick up. No,
2: it, 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 it makes sense. It makes okay. sense. Yeah.
1: Cool. Well, I, I a New wish adventure,
0: you... Angela. A new adventure. Yes,
1: yes. I I wish yes, you all the too. best with that. You I I you have a very important role here for sure, and for your country. So I, I it's, it's a beautiful thing. You're you're definitely one of those bright lights, and in, in where you're at on the planet, that's really important right now. Thank you. You're welcome. You're
0: welcome.
1: Awesome. Thank you, Angela. Um, Alara, before we go, I had one bullet point. I wanted to make sure I hit all the bullet points, but there's really? one. That we didn't get to, which is how to feel a deeper sense of purpose in your daily life. You know, I just want to emphasize that. Let's remember that we create the sense of purpose. We create the emotional feeling of having purpose. And on a scientific level, the more you have that, the more that's going to potentially lengthen your life as well. You could do anything with purpose, anything at all. You can take a purposeful deep breath. You know, you can take a sip of your smoothie purposefully. Mm. Tastes good and so full of nutrients, right? You can wash your dishes purposely. You can play with your dog, cuddle your dog. You can hug your kids, hug your partner, um, make love purposely. You can do literally everything with purpose. And this is like, I call it like the Eckhart Tolle side of spirituality. We need to always be reminded that the more present we are, the more aware and conscious we are with our daily activities, the Buddha at the gas pump sort of paradigm, right? That in itself is another important. That's the the part of purpose about learning how to be conscious being, learning how to be a conscious, physically incarnate being. The, all the mental noise. I've been really good lately. Uh, Just looking at it from a different perspective, And we, you know, I forget it and we all forget it. But looking at the mental noise is like, it's like cassette tapes, you know,
2: Yeah.
1: it's really all it is. It's, it's, there's no reality to it. it. The reality is like, I see the cassette tapes as all the thoughts of blah, blah, blah. You suck. You're worthless, blah, blah, blah. It's all like here, but like just below that is like from here down, it's a totally different experience.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It, it it's the experience of, of the, the consciousness, the soul. So just when those thoughts come, it's just, mm-hmm. they're just old tapes. Got, old tapes change old, the tape. <laughs> not even change Sometimes change the tape, but even better. It's just ignoring the tape. Sometimes
2: mm-hmm. yeah. just
1: ignoring the tape and just getting, just feeling the body. That's especially important during tourist season, just feeling what it's like to be here, to yeah. be alive. Right. And to do things purposely to wash your dishes, do your laundry, to to hug your your boyfriend or girlfriend or your dog to take a walk to observe the birds with purpose and that in itself it's hard to be depressed when you feel purposeful in your day-to-day activities when you Mm -hmm. feel lack of purpose in your day-to-day activities and I will say the more you feel purpose in your long-term trajectory which we started about talked about the first half of the show the easier it is to feel purpose in your day-to-day but a good way to actually feel more purpose in your long-term is just, just backwards uh, work it backwards and actually start to feel more purpose in your day-to-day. And then the inspirations will come much more easily mm-hmm. to what mm-hmm. that purpose is meant to be long-term. And ultimately we want to have, uh, have both. So yeah,
0: absolutely. It's about enjoying life, being here, accepting that we're here and having that yeah. acceptance of it as well. Instead of just always yep. trying to escape run away. Yep. It's like, yes, we chose to be here at this time. So, you know, be here and be enjoy here. life. Do what makes you. Be here fully.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Do do what do do what brings you joy. It's not going to be twenty four seven, but the more often. We're <laughs> often we
1: feel embodied. We feel here. Yeah, that's and it's it's important now during this tourist season, especially. Oh,
0: absolutely! And breathe. Get some fresh air. Yep. Get some fresh sunshine. air. You meditation. Tell, I got sunshine. Also, sun. I got. Get, like,
1: get I, here. Go here. Go in nature.
0: Exactly. Just chill
1: out you know,
0: play, play with the dogs, play with the cats, whatever you yep. got. And play you'll see them.
1: your third, like, you can see my third eye now, where <laughs> it was before you could see it opening, but uh, there it is. See, that's what happens when you're here. It your yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, is true.
2: Though. It is
0: true. Thank, you.
1: <laughs> thank um, you.
0: And thank you everybody for your questions and comments. Thank and you everyone be for, for thank being you. here live. I know I we're really going to get to everybody, it. but thank you. And thank you, Matthew, for another wonderful yeah. show, wonderful launch, wonderful opening up the season. Wonderful. Thank you. Um, for there's now. always so much to talk about, right? There is. Um, this is a huge topic. And, yes. you know, just don't beat yourself up because you don't know what that one thing
1: is. No, because you know? it never usually is one thing. As you heard in my readings with people, it's, it's going to be multiple things. Yeah, yeah. Throw away the illusion that there's one thing you're here to do. There's yeah. many things you're here to do.
0: And throw away that illusion that you don't know what your gifts are. You do know. You just be willing to trust yourself. And, and yes, you know, and also those gifts that you don't have, you can access and you can develop them and develop really
1: them. And also that, that if you don't feel like you know what your gifts are, it's either because you, it, some people don't know just yet. And that's OK, because you're not meant to know this second. Maybe you're meant to know uh, tomorrow or next week or like things come in in progressions. You know, 12 years ago, I never had any idea I was meant to be psychic or intuitive so it's okay if you don't feel like you know it now but maybe like you're saying on some deeper level there's a feeling and trust that feeling
0: yeah trust and trust the path that you're on trust the journey that you're on know that we are here to support you and so these shows are are every tuesday and thursday guys so tuesday and thursday only this season i'm like really putting my boundaries
2: <laughs> okay good good Tuesdays that's and great. Thursdays,
0: i do my shows monday wednesdays mondays and fridays i have my personal stuff you know, awesome inner good. circle and my other programs and then wednesday is a free day but i'm excited like
1: you deserve it you deserve it you've been working hard for years you you deserve right?
0: it so it's, it's time for all of us though to show up Yep. You know, be on our path, be on purpose, live yes. your life to the fullest. You deserve yes. it. We all yes. deserve to really we all deserve it. be fulfilled in every way, right? Yes. So thank you. That's thank true. you so much, everybody, for yep. being here, for thank watching, and listening later. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, please do check out the packages for Matthew. They're available at At forward slash show forward slash Matthew 5. Take advantage of the 24-hour gift code TACS10. Okay. So please do that. All right. Thank you, everyone. Until next time, may you continue to be blessed with an abundance of joy, peace, love, happiness, prosperity, and radiant health. Sending you all much love and blessings always. Bye for now. Oh, awesome, Georgina. <laughs> Georgina just bought package C. Awesome. Oh,
1: all right. I'm excited. Okay.
2: <laughs> all right. Thanks, bye, Laura. everyone. Thank you. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.